Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the Rundown with the biggest stories of the day from Jason and John on 92.9 FM ESPN. First story. Up in the club and we posting the back. We no Calm down. My bad, bro. You got to do your job. My bad, bro. You know, sometimes it'd be putting me in a bad place. Uh, saw some things on Instagram last night that were very interesting uh, and that relate very uh, relevantly to Memphis basketball, perhaps the future of basketball in Memphis and the pipeline. And it involves John Morant. John Morant may not be playing basketball right now, but that does not mean that he ain't active in the basketball world. John Morant, I'm on my grizzly. John Morant is on his grizzly. And if you're a sixth or seventh grader in Memphis and you're good enough, I assume it's in Memphis. I don't know for a fact that it's in Memphis. It could be in South Carolina. Don't know. Maybe both. Team, what is it, 12-time? 12-time AAU uh, has an Instagram account that cropped up uh, at, at least yesterday. Maybe it was you know active or, or, or created before that, but drew attention to it yesterday. Uh, and it says on the bio, sixth, seventh grade, AAU, uh, John Morant. Boys, sixth and seventh grade, girls, seventh grade. It's 12 times, got his logo. It's followed by Ja's uncle. It's followed by uh, some Nike executives. Uh, it's got 6,000 followers on Instagram already, despite the fact that it is not even posted yet. Um, and so this appears to be an AAU uh, an AAU team that is coming somewhere. I don't know. It could. It could come. To, it could go to South Carolina, Jason. I mean, it's possible. You right. Know, there, we, there's. There's. I don't. I haven't seen any indication that this is necessarily dropping it down in Memphis. He could very well be doing this for his hometown. Yeah. From what I've read. Right. Nike hasn't released any statements. Yet. Yes. <clears throat> now we have. I think we we maybe have talked about this. Yes, on we've the show talked before. about. It. We talked about having a guy like John Moran, yeah. who's uh because he's got the signature shoe deal with Nike. It would just make a lot of sense to have a Nike program. In Memphis, a Nike-sponsored program, but we've also talked about it very in terms of how it would relate and how it would correlate with what Thaddeus Young has right now in Memphis. And Nike typically having one contracted, one sponsored, you know, club, one or the other, as opposed to two. And so we've talked about, you know, whether job being here, you know, means that can two operate? Would Nike do two? That'd be something different. Would you have to? You know, I will say this, you know, Thaddeus Young's, you know, and and this will be a great question for Norton Hurd, who's uh, on the EYBL circuit. You know, leads that Nike-sponsored Team Thad program in terms of can the two coexist? Is it his understanding this is a South Carolina thing? Because again, I could completely understand too if Jaws is starting something that's for his hometown, right? And for the talent, that's yeah. I mean, there, I, I get that. You talking about all the talent that's come out, especially recently, and there are South some complicating things in the local in the Memphis area, right? That would conflict, you know. So I can't, just, you know, Thad's career professionally in terms of the NBA might be coming to an end, but I, I don't get a sense that in terms of his, you know, investment in Memphis and that team that he, you know, is is would want to give it up, you know, to a bit to line it with up with his career. My 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 guess, and I'm talking with her, they want they they plan to continue to go on. So we interesting to see, you know, if it's if it's for here, if it's for South Carolina, and then if it is for here, what goes on with the. Uh, would Nike have two sponsored, you know, programs? Yeah, I think that's those are the questions. Well, I, I think it'd be it, good to ask her tomorrow. It can it can really coexist sixth and seventh because I don't think this team, team that doesn't go that low, right? Right. But again, if you're you know if you you could you want you want those guys to stay you know with the 
Well, you would be starting for those guys to grow up because you're not graduating sixth and sevenths out of your program. You would keep them, John, and and, and, and then soon those sixth and sevenths that you're starting with would be high schoolers and everything else. And so, you know, at, at some point he's obviously going to, he's planning to have more age groups and everything else. This is where you're starting. You're not taking your hand off of them after one year. You're going to grow with them, so you're going to go up, you would think. Again, I'd be interested to know because he didn't make it clear whether this is for South Carolina, whether it's for Memphis. Right, so because because here's one: is there someone who runs them? You know, Durant's got one. Drew pointed out in his story. Uh, uh, Russell Westbrook's got one. Is there someone who has an AAU program that's based in two locations? Can you even do that? Can you spread it out? Can you be based in? Can you be based at home in your hometown and based in the NBA town that you play in? Because the one thing about you know the NBA town that you play in, as opposed to your hometown, is you do you 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 do one here in Memphis. Again, Ja loves Memphis. Memphis loves Ja, but there's no guarantee he's going to be here for his entire career, right? And then you got your hometown saying, look what you, you know. So, again, you could see a guy who feels like I do the, you know, I have more impact doing this for my hometown. Plus, as opposed Memphis to, already plus has Plus, Memphis one. has one right. is what I was getting to. So, yeah. again, this could very well be for South Carolina. Well, you could say you were getting to it, but you're just kind of belaboring the point. No, uh, we no, just, I'm, I'm hitting the key points. So yeah, you, I think, you just think he just come moving right in and herding them going right out, and that's what well, you. Well, no, I think that's uh, it. Uh, hit the brakes. Well, bro. I, look, hit the brakes. There could be. I'm. I'm, I'm just. Well, and again, we'll talk to them about. There could be. You know, potentially a transition. Mm-hmm. Right. There I could, could be, see that as well. You know, like I, I just don't know how the. <clears throat> you know, uh, but because no, that's got to deal with Nike. In, right. Exactly. Right. He's still. He playing does not and, have a signature shoe deal with correct, Nike. Correct, so if. Jaw wants to have one here. Yes, you're going to have to have a sit down. Oh, that's exactly right. That, that's that. That's but, the thing. That, that's what I'm hitting but, on. But they're not going to come in and just bogard the team away from that and just no say, way because they've done so bad great. business. They've exactly done so right. great with the dang thing in the in no, there's the, a what, three, four, five years now that they've exactly. had it. So remember, they did come up though. They no, haven't, I, been, yeah, they haven't been Nike the entire time. No, they yeah, were and, under and, and, and they would find a way, just like. Or, you know, er, you know, Ernie was at Adidas for a long time, and Adidas was funding all of his stuff, and then he sort of had to kind of do it on his own. You know, like that's how I got so much respect for dude, man. Like just grind, just gets yes. it done, whether he's got the shoe deal or not. Yeah, because I know it's hard without. It's even oh. harder. You're doing it on your own. Crazy. So what? The big, big question is, what you doing it for? Because I'm sure you're, exactly. you're hemorrhaging money and trying to keep the thing going. And, he's, and, he's, and, and Ernie, I'll say this for Ernie, he still has a couple of players that are going D1. You know, despite yeah, he, he keeps some studs. Much respect to that man. No, with not, no, not that you know, Heard had to do it. You know, they had to work their way up. Yeah, too. I mean, it ain't when like you don't have the backing though of right. the the shoe company. Right, it's, it's so hard. They can use the. They, I think you're, the way it works is they can use the logo, but they're not getting funding. Right, they're that's not. Tough. You know, yeah. like that's a totally different thing. Um, but in terms of Ja, yeah, like, he will be fully funded wherever he decides uh, yeah. to have this thing well, by Nike. He could take as over. A signature shoe, right? I mean, he could take over it. it and uh, I mean, that's any, anywhere it goes. If he wants to do it in South Carolina, he can get any player he wants to play for his team in South Carolina. Just would, like, wouldn't you? Would you do it? Yes, you'd do it at home, though. Yes, right? I would start. You wouldn't at do home. it in that. You could leave Memphis. You because, could go to another NBA team, right? I mean, you, as unlikely as that may be, who needs it more? Does is is it Memphis's basketball scene? Or is it small town South, South Carolina, Carolina scene, right? Because yeah, exactly, I mean that that to me is the kicker there, you know. And does Zion have an AAU team? Um, not, I don't know. You know, That's maybe a great you, question. Maybe that, you could sort of work with him. And, well, again, that that would represent a bump because they'd both be trying to do it out of South Carolina, right? I mean, I'm that, just saying be, you could you could work collaboratively. You know, maybe like Zion would you know uh, use his, you know, uh, go play for Josh. I'm just saying, like you you know you can sort of in a way unofficially team up there. Uh, and, and, and yes, I would want to give back to what, what what's the town called Dalzell or uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dalzell. Yeah. I mean, again, I, yeah. there, there probably ain't any players there. That's the, that is the problem is like, you, you don't but have you a can get them from all, look at you can but get yes. them all over the state though. Yes, you can. And then but you get it, them from border but states it, but, now. But, but uh, let me like ask you this. If you can't, if there are no players there to be found, are you really doing something for your hometown though? You're not really, you know. Well, it's not just about finding the five stars. Like your 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 story is making them better, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but like if taking you're those, Ja, though, do you, and then eventually, yes, all the five well, stars will come well, to you. Well, that well, is literally I'll, what I'll, team I'll, that is. Well, though. I'll say this: there's a difference between sixth and seventh grade, and you know, high yeah, school. Th- this is a start, and right, you're building right, 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 with right, right. that group, yes. and they will go yes. up, and then at some point, those folks will be seventeens, and we'll see if by that time, you know, they're sponsoring Nike, sponsoring a whole full outfit, whether it's here or somewhere else. But, um. Fascinating to see, though, because I think we always we always said we always envisioned at some point as the Nike signature shoe athlete, Jaws gonna Jaws gonna start a Nike sponsored program. So where's it gonna be? 
That's the next question. Yeah, that's exactly right. Uh, but I, but yeah, that's that's unclear right now, and we'll see. It is. It's on any. I don't see any indication. Right. She's saying necessarily it's here. And I think there or are there. again there are some political things that you have to work through here in Memphis anyway. So I think that's probably why you say all right, sixth and seventh, like you stipulate that off the uh, out the gate. We're starting with sixth and seventh. Hmm? See where it goes from there, right? Oh, I'm sure though. Oh, it's he's, he's got indications. Oh, of what's well, about he, to happen. look, he's not this starting thing, an you know, AAU team to not participate in the EYBL. Come on, I mean that's it's obvious. It's just a matter of like, is there a process and a ramp up to that? Right. You know, and I think that's kind of be the the question here. And we don't know for sure yet, but yes, this is the latest example of a superstar. This one who plays in Memphis, uh, getting into the grassroots basketball scene. Following the likes of Brad Beal, Kevin Durant, John Wall, Westbrook's got one. Westbrook, absolutely. You know, let's go. Team Penny once upon a time, right? Everybody yeah, Penny did this. Um, so did, did it well for years. That's it's what uh, a lot of the great ones end up doing. So John Morant, it appears, is the latest in that line. Twelve time, I like the name. Twelve time. It's not just Team Morant. It's twelve time. I, I like the originality there. It's a good name, you know. You could just they could have just done Team Moran. I think he sort of that's kind of his slogan anyway. Get into the, yeah, do you get into his brand and yeah, oh, keeping it separate might be better. Yeah, as this you can fold quickly. But I like twelve. I like twelve time. I'm a fan of the name. I think it's one of the more original names out there because it's like a you know, team. Doesn't doesn't Westbrook have a? It's not just Team Westbrook. It's a little different. I think they're I think Team Durant's Team Durant, but that's team. A, why not? Is yeah. Why not? As yeah. Drew writes. Yeah. I, I got that from Drew's story. Man, Drew, you're doing a great job, Drew. He is. Drew's absolutely. Drew's on top of this. I, again, I read the story just to make sure just, what just that this there's no indication yet where it will be. Mm-hmm. But very interesting news on the grassroots circuit. Yeah. Jaw coming in. Jaw's it. Jaw's entering the fray. There you go. That's the latest 12th time coming to the AAU scene uh, in John Morant. Next story. Uh, Doc Rivers has also entered the fray. He's doing so as now head coach of the Milwaukee Bucks and made his debut last night. Mentioned it in the top at the top of the show. Pretty stiff test when you've got to go uh, to Denver with your Bucks. Even you got Giannis, you got Dame Lillard with the way this, uh, this world champion Denver Nuggets team is playing right now. And they came up on the short end. He loses his debut 113. 107. Jokic had 25, 16, and 12 assists. Uh, it's his 14th triple double of the season in that win for the Nuggets. Bringing that up just to, uh, uh, I guess, get to my take here. Uh, we've mentioned it. I don't think Doc Rivers can fix the unfixable. And what I'm saying is the unfixable at this point is going to be that Milwaukee defense, which right now it's moved up a little bit, is 19th in the league. Milwaukee doesn't have any problems. Offensively, uh, that is not their issue. Although you know, there have been stories written, and we've seen at the end of games at times, Giannis and Dame. There's there's still some things to work out. They're not in complete rhythm yet, but they're third in the NBA in offensive rating. We mentioned it. They're 19th in defensive rating, and last night started Giannis, Brooke Lopez. Okay, that's off to a good start for a good defensive team. But then you got Chris, an aging Chris Middleton, who can't stop anybody anymore. Dame Lillard and Malik Beasley out there. And so you you know what's not the same is you know that 2021 team that had what PJ Tucker on it Drew Holiday we've talked about it. you you others have said I mean you, it's as simple as you ship out Drew Holiday you bring in Dame Lillard you're going to take a step back defensively and I don't think Doc Rivers comes in and fixes that can he get them playing to a higher level sure can they rattle off nine ten regular season wins in a row at some point sure they can absolutely do that maybe more. But what you're going to need in terms of winning a finals, right, and he's only won the one, um, is, a, is, a, is a defense, an improved effort on defense that you can't get from this personnel. So trade deadline, so they need more guys like that. And listen, Jay Crowder's of that ilk, but Jay Crowder's getting up there, in, uh, you know, getting long in the tooth. And he doesn't provide sort of what a P.J. Tucker did for you back that year in 21 when John wanted to make P.J. Tucker the defensive player of the year. Um, that's, wow. that's, that's, he doesn't provide that. And so is he available? The, the doc rivers can't fix it, you know, snapping his fingers or pulling something out of his hat, but perhaps a trade deadline move where you look to again, get in some more pieces between all these offensive weapons you're going to have to do, because again, you can't ask Milwaukee to go from 19th defensively to top 10. I truly believe you need to be top 10 in both, you know, it, it, to be a champion, you're not going to do that just asking Giannis and Brooke Lopez, hey, go out there and be great defensively. They're going to need to change up the personnel. So be interested to see what they do before the deadline. They need more goons, as Malcolm Dandridge would say, if they're going to get any better defensively. Otherwise, they're not going to win a title. 
they're all in for one. We'll see what happens. Yeah, look, first of all, P.J. Tucker is available. He won a title with him. He was part a big part of that team. But you ain't getting Drew Holiday back. Right. You decided to move on. Yes. And that he was a dynamic piece in terms of how good you were defensively. He's right at the center of that. Not to mention Lopez blocking everything at that time. You were a different team. Bobby Portis and Jay Crowder ain't going to get it done for you as glue guys yeah, defensively. They don't bring what those guys brought. So that, that part's not improving. Again, elite team, but when you look at where they are in defensive rating, you say, well, there, there's a real hole here. A coaching change ain't going to fix it. Yeah, look, uh, it's, hard, it's hard to win at Denver. I mean, that's the, that's the first thing. Um, I, I don't necessarily think that it's like – I mean, we'll. Uh, I'm not. I, I'm That's why not, I didn't make this about he lost to Denver. He's right, going right. to fail. I made this about it's 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 going to be. They're, yes, they're, they're not going to. He's not going to be able without help, without personnel help and changes. He's not going to be able to fix this. Well, they're targeting a PJ better Tucker, defensive team. Just so you know, where is he on the couch? No, you said he's available. He's available, but he's he's actually on a on a. I haven't seen any PJ Tucker actually, highlights lately. He, he, That's well, well you're you're not going to. He plays for the hottest team in the NBA. Who's that? Who is it? I don't know anymore. I lost track. It's the Clippers. Of course, I knew P.J. Tucker's out there trying to provide the glue and the toughness that they need to yeah. get over the top, yeah. really to, to, to get over the Denver hump. He's had success trying to bully Jokic, if you can believe it. Yeah, so uh, P.J. Tucker is one of the Smallest one of the is. players that uh, the Bucks are targeting. Matisse Theibel and P.J. Tucker. P.J. will be cheaper, but he's a lot older. He's thirty-eight. Doesn't bring what he did in twenty-one. He, he probably doesn't. I mean, uh, you know, he I, again. I, I I'll say this. I, I mean, you know, how I feel about PJ Tucker, but at some point, you're thirty-eight years old. Ain't nobody watching to see what pair of shoes he comes in the gym with anymore. Well, remember if, when that was the thing coming into? I, the now, look, I will he, say because he's got a great shoe collection. He is shooting forty percent from three this year. I mean, the guys, you know, all okay, he does. Yeah, but can he still be the bully? That he was well, in twenty one. This is three years later. Well, bro. the Bucks just need something, right? They need. They don't have to. You don't have to be at all. You just need some. And can yeah. he be? Can he give some? Yes. Well, I, they got to do it. I think he could give some. But here's the thing about Doc, man. It, 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 the only thing that matters is what they do in May. I mean, that's that's what matters. That's how this is. This that's, that's how this thing can, is going to be judged. Well, and that's why you're going to have to change the roster a little bit. Yeah, like and it's get, not. And get a couple of those guys. You know. I don't know. Like when I'm, I was thinking about this. Like, who do I think right now can win the NBA championship? Who do I like? Who do I truly? Uh, Celtics, Boston, Denver. You start off top with um, Clippers. You have to put in there the way they're playing. Yes, I know it's you and know they may have the formula to beat Denver. Yep, it, um, it might be right. I mean, I would I would put the Bucks in there by default. The talent is there. Um, Suns. Maybe I don't Heck know. No, no, dude, scoring sixty something losses, man. Uh, they're they're dysfunctional. They're fraudulent. Is what I should say. I mean, I think that's kind of it. Am no, I missing you need anybody? To put Philly in there. Oh, Philly. Okay, yeah. if you want to believe that for I, you know, put, I, you want to suspend your disbelief, we can we can believe that. I almost put Philly above Milwaukee. I would, but that's a that's that's a January exercise. Until I see Milwaukee stop some people. Well, Philly. I, anyway, any one of those three teams in the East can win. Now, do you think Miami can? Is, no. is one of them. Okay, no. then we're done in the East. We're done. What about the Knicks? Stop. I did. They showed, Sports Center showed Tibbs smiling the other night. It's going so well for him right now. Yeah, I mean, they're 30 and 17. We've seen this before. Not this good. We've Not seen them good. where they're playing really pretty well in the I mean, What were they, fifth seed, fourth seed, something? A few, you know. They won, they won, they won a first round series last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I get that too. But I'm not talking about. By the time they get to the playoffs, they'll be so worn down from the long practices and all the defense and everything else. They'll hate playing for them again. But it's going well right now. OG's locked in. You got him back locked in defensively. Yeah. And Tibbs is the guy to do that. He will get worn down by mm-hmm. it. And they will collapse in the end. Yeah, <laughs> they're like it's like Stephen Ice says about the Cowboys: the Knicks are an accident waiting to happen. What about the? Although I love me some runs. What about the Wolves or the Thunder? Thunder probably a little too young. Both of them are. I just think because they're now behind Anthony Edwards, they're still. A, did you see what Anthony? Well, I mean, we can do that later. But at the end of that game, I mean, he's going off about the. He still showed his youth. Mm. He doesn't care about the fine. He's about to get one. Yeah. But they won the game. It's a, it's unnecessary at that point. He goes off. He's you know. And it, they've done the right thing, giving the team to him, making it his team. But are they ready to, to, you know, it's not just one step in the playoffs. It's two, three steps. 
They're not. Neither one of them is ready. I, I I like Denver and the teams, some of the veteran teams that are below them more, Clippers included, more than I do Minnesota and OKC ready to win a title right now. Those teams are too young. Yeah, I know you can look at Go Bear and some of the older got pieces they've got, but it's not. It's Anthony Edwards' team. They're mm-hmm. still young. Still got to learn how to win in Western Conference Finals. Yeah, you know all that. So they're not. Neither one of them is ready to me. No, you're right. still too young. Like they were like they t- looked like Grizzlies a couple of years ago. Or, or like the Jazz, right? The Jazz with with Donovan Mitchell and Gobert, right? Same thing. Yeah. They'd be the one seed, and you just never really took them seriously as a title threat. Just too early. It's yeah. too early in the process. You're still cooking, even though they're they have some really nice they, pieces, though. I mean, McDaniel's Reed Ant Man. They just you know, I I, I just I don't I don't see Cat as a championship winning player. I, mean, I just don't. And I, there's some there's some habits that they have, like, you know, Finch was talking about it, like they were buzzing around when the MB was going off for 70, you know, and they were, like, intentionally trying to get Cat his, you know. Yeah, and they stopped playing defense in that game. Yeah, and like, no, that last I looked there, number one in the, in the league yeah. in defense. They got real – it was immature. It was an immature approach, and that's kind of what I'm talking about. Right. You have and to there's be, a whole other level in lock-in for the playoffs. Denver's grown men. And Clippers grown men. Exactly. They don't play. You know what I'm saying? It's all about business. And, yep. and, and again, it's a whole different – school when you're in the playoffs of learning That's right. and steps you got to take. And I just pointed that Boston team is one of them. Like, they've been knocking on the door forever, but those guys have just been too young. You got to go through something. Yeah. And, that, you know, you, you got to go through that first before you're ready to break through. And that's why I'd say Minnesota and OKC ain't ready for that kind of heat. I agree with you. Not yet. But, Doc, good luck. Next story. All right, we talked about this a little bit at the uh, start of the show, but Memphis basketball uh, has some changes coming to the starting lineup, almost certainly. Penny Hardaway was at his radio show last night. Were you able to attend, or did you have some other commitments? Uh, did not attend. Okay, so you just you just said, you know, go win a game, for, and then, and then I'll be back. You know where I, I, probably, I, you know where I was, elementary school basketball game. I, I oh, stay that's in, right. I, I stay in a gym somewhere. At, at, uh, you were watching No Hope, I mean New Hope. Uh, Excuse you, and it was not our team. It was uh, our older team. Yeah, that's Again, what I'm saying. That, that the seems like it's always Briarcrest taking us down. That is not the story. The hope lies not, in the next generation. Could not attend last night's Penny Hardaway radio show, although John did still look pretty well attended. Yeah, I think you're going to have a, a pretty dedicated crowd out there, right? But Penny mentioned, um, now remember, he's already played the card of Memphis basketball is about to change moving forward. We're about to show what we really are about. And they gave up 97 and a nine-point loss to UAB. So he's already played that card. So now that he's already played that card, he is now uh, down to, okay, this is it. This is the last straw. No more excuses. I heard him. He said, now they get it. Right. After this. Right. It was UAB. It it's kind of like. It was the third loss. You just have to keep saying it, right? After every loss. Now they got it. Now they finally yeah. understand. Well, what you realize is you're going to run out of phrases. You out are. Of, out of the you bag. Are. Um, um, I've seen, you know. Yeah, so... Uh, I've seen it when they couldn't figure it out. I'll put it that way. Penny has figured it out previous two years. Go ahead. Yeah, so basically, uh, interesting detail here. Tigers usually, according to Parth, Tigers usually separate groups of starters and non-starters in practice by wearing either blue or white pennies. Uh, and Hardaway and his staff instructed all players to wear blue for yesterday's practice. And you I- know what that signifies, that nobody has a spot. All five spots are available. Um, and Penny said, that's just what it is. I have so much pride. I took this job to win. I did not take this job to lose. And I know that they're young men and that they make mistakes, but at the end of the day, they have jobs to do as well. And when they don't do them, you've got to change things. It doesn't matter what's going on. So I don't know who's going to start on Wednesday, but you can best believe that the five that will be out there will fight. And that's all that I want them to do whatever you got to do to get it out of them because it's there to get out of them and if i were penny i would have had them practicing in socks you're not wearing my shoes with the way you've played well not not like not pennies like uh i meant like the like the color jersey like the p-i-n-n-i-e-s like not the shoes oh i thought the whole time i'm thinking you're talking about they're separated by the shoes the color of his pennies no like the penny you know uh like practice jerseys like the Pennies, yes. That's what you call like, like soccer deals, Practice right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You may have to reread that whole thing to me. Yeah. Because the entire time I'm envisioning different color pennies. I, I thought about that. And they would not have had my shoes on with the way they played defense. Yeah, but but in fact, I, I like in fact, it. I you would just make it and do it anyway. Just listen. Play in socks. Josh one time did this, and it might be a tactic we have to go to, especially if they lose to Rice, which can't imagine, but you never know. Take off the names off the back of the jerseys. 
We may not be so far removed from those kinds of tactics. I'm just going to throw that. I watched a man that was trying to figure it out. He was doing everything he could, saying all the phrases and everything else. And, you know, you're struggling. And one thing he went to was take the names off the back of the jerseys. Wasn't the first man to come up with that one. But it's one we haven't seen employed yet. And I hope, I pray, that Penny Hardaway doesn't have to go to tactics like that. That this is figured out before you're getting to that point. That's the point of me. That's how, that's how desperate it can get, though. When the phrases ain't working no more, yep. the speeches aren't. You've tried everything you can to motivate a team. You're going. You're pulling names off the back. I've seen it all, and you know, frankly, I've seen it fail. I, I, I've seen it successful. We've seen it successful the last two years when Penny's had to sort of push the reset button. So we're all, you know, we're all hopeful that it happens. But yeah, let's hope it doesn't come to that, man. Hopefully, a, a starting lineup change, as John has speculated on, and a, uh, I don't know, some zone defense. It look a lot better. Yeah, no, it would. Um, as we've talked about many times, zone's tough to rebound out of, though. That's, it is. This team struggles. It is on the defensive glass. Yeah, as as we've discussed, you, at this point, you're just trying to make the most of what you have. It is what it is. You cannot um, fundamentally change who you are. But Jordan Brown's in the game. What five minutes the other day? Yeah, he had three rebounds. He did have three rebounds. Shake. You got to shake it up at this point. It ain't him. What do you say? Your priors? I throw it all out now. I don't. I don't care that Javon Quinley won the two games on threes. David you, Jones you can't playing like an all. My, 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 no, no, no. My whole point is throw out the priors. Like we we have to start over. Yeah, I agree in terms with that. of what we're doing and, right. on the defensive end. I ain't oh, yeah. talking about shake up the on the defensive end. You know, whatever we got to use. Mm-hmm. We know what the weaknesses are. We know where the the flaws are. So if it's Jordan Brown getting out there because he can pull down three rebounds in five minutes, whatever it is at this point, doesn't matter that he left the team for ten games at this point. You're at you're at ground zero, mm-hmm. trying to rebuild, bro. It's uh, a it's it's so sad that you're and so and so quickly happened. But we always talked about yeah, John. As good as everything seemed to be going, the margin for error was so thin. And this is when we say margin for error, it's not a cliche. This is what it is for Memphis. You just dropped three straight. Mm-hmm. You go from, as you say, short walk from penthouse to outhouse. It, and that's it where is. you're sitting right now. You're sitting in the outhouse. You're in the outhouse right now. I'm talking about you. You're sitting out there. Penny going to keep us out of the outhouse. No, buddy. You're in it right now. You're in those Timberlake porta potties that y'all, they couldn't turn the water on for y'all to use the bathroom at the orphanage. Y'all in those. Y'all is lost. that true? Yeah. Did that story come yeah. out of that? Well, no. There was the. the uh, oh, it didn't work. At the, the boil advisor. I never even yeah, thought you about couldn't, that. You couldn't do it. You had to use the porta potties. Yeah. I mean, it was a free show, bro. That's unfortunate. It can't be. Next hard. story. I didn't know they had it's gone through. Hard. I didn't know they had gone through that. Well, I don't think it, I don't think it was like a big, um, I don't think it was like a big uh, tra- tragedy or anything. It's just, you know, I think people were happy to probably, they were just I mean, like, if it's only 1800s, the porta potties are going to be stanky and nasty like they are, in, you know, fair porta potties. Those yeah, things give me those things give me nightmares, man. They don't bother you going in them. Yes, and then you have to use them. It's like the humanity of it all. It's like exactly. You know, I, I didn't. I didn't agree to this, right? I mean, there has to be a little dignity about it all. But but again, be cleaner. Just going out by yourself by the lake, exactly. by the lake out there. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Just off by yourself. I mean, if, it'd if, be a cl- more sanitary right, you, you, experience. You you shouldn't leave the house. I don't even know. But Brad must wipe everything down there. The way he cleans every morning before the show with the disinfectant wipes, I can't imagine yeah. Brad in a porta potty and just sort of the anxiety that goes with that. Well, I have my own. Yeah. But no. he's but he's a real big germ guy. <clears throat> you shouldn't leave the house if you think there's a chance that you know you may have to. You know, last time for me it was Botanic Garden Lionel Richie concert. It's just, and I got Chris with me. The urge struck. Well, you have to use it, and there's no other way where to go. Where I've been, you know, some event where porta potties was your only option was my last time. Uh huh. So it's been a few years. I'm, but I'm, I'm talking about the real process, though. I'm not talking about just taking a leak, bro. I'm talking about. Like, like, I would never. You should never. You should. I would. I would never. I can't even. I. Ha- I must have been a little boy. And my mama put me on it. That's how long. Not a not a grown man that can make decisions for himself going to go in there and disgrace himself like that. <laughs> disgrace. It's not even. It's not even in the realm people, of discussion. I would rather go on myself. Wow. Than sit on. There's there's not enough layers of toilet paper. You know how your grandmother yeah, yeah, taught yeah, you? Yeah, Don't yeah, just yeah, put yeah. one down. Yeah. Put two down. You can't put five down on a porter potty and that thing not get sopped up with pee and everything else that's on there. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, no, there ain't I, no 100%. cover you can put on there that's, that's exactly. sanitary. <laughs> that's and so if you put your tail on it, yeah, you got the disease. 
It's I, done. I agree with Whatever that. Whatever they brought in there. And I, you, you gave it to yourself, basically. I, I, I actually feel this way uh, about... Well, I would never. I, I feel this way unless about... Unless forced to. Even, even, like, the workplace. I feel the same exact way. It's no different for me. If, I, if I'm in public, airport, workplace... I'll just find a way to, to 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 make it work. You know, I'll find a way to to manage. But I just can't do the public, you know what I'm saying? People milling about, you know, walking. Like, I know it's nature calls, but at some point, you know, you have to say, I, I don't, this is not a comfortable situation for me, and I don't want to subject myself to it. And I, and I want to say, this is separate, separate of the women's porta potty. Because, oh, yeah. Because you all have a respect, and not just for yourselves, Absolutely. but for the people that come behind you. They do a better job. But us as men, we 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 wreck the thing when we're in there. It's right. The it's, little kids are peeing on it. There's no— The kids you put in there that was supposed to do it on his no own. There's no regard he for missed, human life. And it hit it hit the freaking lid that you're wanting to— You know, oh, yeah. you understand what I'm saying? Well, that could we have been a grown as, man as well. As men, we're, we're just nasty Very. with it. And so it's really more the male experience and it then is. having to— if you're, It is. Because y'alls are cleaner. Women's the any women listening, yes. they know that. Yes, there's a respect I mean, for you know we have the had, person behind you. You know we have had situations. This is a real human conversation where there is there is it, it gets on the wall. I mean, we, I mean that has happened. You know, so they ain't just kids. Well, again, I'm not going to discuss that situation. I'm just saying. Like, I reported that <laughs> to HR, <laughs> and I'm not talking about it anymore. <laughs> somebody, somebody was nasty. Yeah, but but no, it's it's definitely it's painful. It's painful. It 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 ain't just kids. That's all I'm saying. You know, no. it ain't just Not some real nasty adult men out here. Yeah, so it's one of those deals where you know, regardless, of, and then we're talking about Memphis being in one of these right now. But exactly, they're in one of these. They nasty were in the penthouse, right? And it's one of those nasty joints, though. It's like you said, the Mid South Fair. <laughs> That, you know, and the Mid-South Fair, I mean, it's 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 in the September now. I mean, it ain't like, I mean, it's it's steaming, you know. It's right. humid out there. Oh, yeah, you get in one that's hot. Oh. And that's what Memphis you is. You about fall out with that smell. That's And that <laughs> Memphis heat and mixed with that smell. That's what Memphis you, is in right now, bro. Fall out and hit your head in there. Yeah. Being there longer than you think. Well, you that God bless you, R.I.P. if that happens. If you fall down. Uh, dead. You might as well be, bro. You know what I'm I saying? Mean, it's, it's a ni- I never want to talk about this again. It's always been a nightmare scenario. Of my but it, getting can... locked into a porta potty, you know? Really? Yeah. Like, like, like a real dirty one. Like I don't think I think you can probably get out if you did. No, people can lock you in there. People can lock you yeah, in. Yeah, you can it put l- a rope around the thing. Bro, who would do that? Oh, they've done it in uh, 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 shows and everything else where you lock a person in a porta potty, make and them go crazy. Like, they go you crazy. Push, and then you push the porta potty, man. That too. Pushing it over. Oh, that is tragic. Yeah, nasty stuff. Well, that's what Memphis has been the last three games. So we'll see if, uh, you that know. That was a great metaphor. Yeah. It really was, and we fleshed it out. And we'll see if, you know, they, I mean, look, they're, they're going to probably be around a 16-point favorite against Rice at home uh, tomorrow. So it's going to be a pretty significant gap um, between these two teams. I don't, I, don't, I don't expect anything other than a rollicking, but. Didn't we say about a USF? Wasn't that a double digit? It was nine and a half. It closed that one was nine, nine and a half. And a half. Okay. Jeez. It opened at thirteen and a half though. So well. I mean, and they were in fairness, they were rolling until they weren't. Yeah. So I, I think for Memphis, this is actually a great time where if you're gonna make a change, these next three, honestly next four, is a perfect ramp up because you've got Rice, Wichita State, Temple. Tulane, three of these four games are at home, yep. and then you're at North Texas, and that's an absolutely massive game because if you win it, um, let's see, is that a quad one, Jason? Who? North Texas. I don't. Mm. What's the What's the criteria? Top sixty? Is it top sixty for a road win? Uh, not sixty. Is it seventy five? Oh, seventy five. It would be a quad one. So if you manage to win that one, and again, I'm pretty sure. you're going to be an underdog, but if you manage to win that one, uh, you can really stifle the non-tournament talk. Yeah. I mean, that's just the truth. You lose it, it doesn't kill your resume or anything like that. It's, it's, it, you're, you're an underdog, and it's a, it's a quad one, but you have to sort of start making your case again. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to say, you have to be able to point to some work, right? Hey, yeah, we had that three-game skid, but we beat. North Texas on the road. We beat Florida Atlantic at home. Like, you got to start, you know, building a case again. Um, 
But anyway, let's. They're not. They're not. Nobody's tied a rope around the porta potty right now. Oh, they can get out. Exactly. They still so, have. They just, still just have. Stay with the metaphor. Free very access. Genius of you. You're right. They still have free access. They can just unlock it. Come right back out. Yeah. Right. Orange is the new black. I think they did that to some girl. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's the uh, that's latest uh, on Memphis basketball starting lineup changes. Probably coming for the Tigers. Next story. Uh, Grizzlies did announce the they have signed uh, forward Tosan Iwoma. Proud of myself. Very good. And Trey Jameson to 10-day contracts. I think uh, Woj had the news first, and the Grizzlies followed up with an announcement. Now, John, as soon as he saw the name, very familiar uh, with Iwoma. Uh, signed as a call-up from the NBA G League's Motor City Cruise. It appeared in 29 Showcase Cup and regular season games. Uh, Average 15.1, 8.4 rebounds, and 3.9 assists. He's 6'7", 217, 22-year-old native of Newcastle, England. Newcastle-upon-Tyne. I've never written that out. No. You, have you? No. It has hyphens in it. I pre- What is it? It's Difficult. England? Yeah. Newcastle-upon-Tyne. Three words. Okay. In terms of hometown. It's a very uh, English thing, yeah. Again, went undrafted in the 2023 draft following a pretty good career at Princeton where he was the 2021-22 Ivy League Player of the Year. Now, Jamison is 6'10", 260. Um, again, we're talking about 10-day contracts, but you just saw Matthew Hurt in there on a 10-day contract because the Grizzlies are shorthanded right now. So you could see uh, uh, these guys again in immediately as shorthanded. And Jamison, theoretically, will provide some beef in there. It was 10 uh, uh, most recently started all 25 of his Showcase Cup and regular season appearances for the Birmingham Squadron. Uh, averaged 10.9 points, 11.8 rebounds. Again, a couple of 10-day guys who um, I'm not going to just sit up here and say let, may or may not play because, quite frankly, they'll probably get the opportunity to do so. And speaking of that, we saw Matthew Hurt, former uh, one-time uh, Memphis recruit Matthew Hurt, uh, who went on to Duke. Had a pretty solid career mm-hmm. and has been killing it, apparently, down the G League. Uh, uh, shooting the ball well, especially from three, obviously. Comes in, gets you 10 points last night, fresh off the bench in his debut. Now, they didn't get the win, and that would have been a beautiful thing. But, again, what the Grizzlies have gotten off of uh, two ways, 10 days, you know, you're maximizing your value here. And yeah. Hopefully your new uh, two recent additions will be able to do so because, again, you're, you could use some help, particularly on the boards. Got blasted last night by Sabonis. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I remember him from uh, the the Sweet Sixteen run. That's. I mean, he was their best player. Iwoma. Iwoma. Yeah, I remember him. Six from seven that. two seventeen. Yeah. So I mean, solid player. Obviously, you never know sort of what that's going to look like in an NBA setting. Uh, but I like the eight point four rebounds. Yeah, I mean, he went you to know. he went to Princeton. You know, I mean, that's got to count for something, doesn't it, Jason? Yeah. yeah. I mean. Just feels like to me that uh, smart player. Yeah, what you'd say exactly right. Like you would, you know, you have a little. It seems like maybe he could come in and 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 be a fit. And I don't know what the I don't know what exactly the Grizzlies can or can't do. What their flexibility is, but these are the kinds of players. I, I'll say this: I in terms of basketball skills, obviously it's not the most important. But for me personally, the one I value uh, more than most others is basketball IQ. It's like just your feel for the game. That's one where. I think there are a lot of players that can score that don't have a feel for the game. Um, and there are a lot of players who have a feel for the game that can't score. I would rather have the player that can't score but has the feel for the game because I feel like he's going to make an impact on the game in a positive way more often than the guy that doesn't. The guy that does is going to take bad shots, going to turn the ball over. You know, yeah, I'm not going to get 30 from this guy, but he might be able to make my team better. I like IQ. I'm, I'm all about that, you know, on the, on the basketball court. Um, and I think that's that's what Iwoma sort of brings. Uh, you know, that's he was he was very productive at Princeton, and he was a big part of why they beat. Um, they had two straight upsets. It was uh, who was the first team they beat? Doesn't Zaire have a high basketball IQ? But you don't like him. Uh, yeah, he well, went he, to Stanford. Yeah, he has he has uh, no ability, which is sort well, of well. He has ability. He has no confidence. Right. Yeah. Uh, who did Princeton upset in that first round of the NCAA tournament? It's going to drive me crazy. I know they beat Missouri in the second round and got to the Sweet 16. Um, it's going to drive me crazy. Who knows? Uh, but, uh, but yes, I, I, I like the moves here. Kick the tires on some guys that, you know, are accomplished at the college well, I got to get some help. You had down to eight dudes yesterday. Exactly. And just see, see where it goes. Um, and, uh, you know. Yeah. I say you're going to stall until you get that Clemson who they beat. Princeton, yeah. Princeton, excuse me. Why does I say Clemson? Why does nobody remember? Why don't I remember? What's wrong with me? 
Um, I know they beat Missouri though in the second round. Got to the Sweet Sixteen, where I think they lost to Creighton. I want to say they lost to Creighton in the in the Sweet Sixteen. <clears throat> but anyway, I'm pull up that. I guess Torvik don't have history, huh? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, good stuff for the Memphis Grizzlies, and uh, you know we'll see how these guys fit in. I'm sure they'll compete though. That's that's the big key here, right? Is just finding ways to, you know, keep these games entertaining and interesting, and you know let the let the cards fall. Princeton where they may. beat Arizona. Arizona. Yeah, it was uh, 59-55. They were ranked number 15. Arizona was a two-seed. Yeah. Uh, what year? That was last year. Last year in the 23. And then Princeton also upset number seven, Missouri. I remember that one. 68-63. I remember that one. And then they lost a crate, I think, by 10. That's right. Yeah. Remember that one very well. Um. Yeah. The breakdown I was looking at on Ken Palm didn't. Doesn't go in. Thanks for the, that, Brad. That they won two games, Arizona, Missouri. Thank you. I don't that. know why it was so hard because I think I think the I think the internet is so just shocked that Princeton ever did that. I mean, that what a horrible loss for Arizona, by the way, as the two seed last year. Arizona's going to be back though. Princeton's a nightmare matchup in the tournament. Oh though, yeah, for a no, lot no of question. These teams. Yeah. I'm not trying to you know just pick on Arizona, but yeah, <laughs> they'd give Memphis fits because well, uh, they're terrible perimeter defenders. Uh, you're exactly, especially when you have a player like. Uh, Iwoma. I mean, yeah. he's, he's a potential NBA player. Yep. You know, when you when you marry the, the style with the guy that might play in the pros, yeah. yes, that's going to happen. But a 15 over two against that Arizona <laughs> team, how about that? Yeah, that was pretty nuts. Uh, anyway, good stuff for the Memphis Grizzlies. We'll come back. Lots more to come here on the show. Trista Crick is going to join us at 125. We'll talk to her about the NBA, the Memphis Grizzlies, a little college basketball, some NFL, maybe what she's looking for uh, in the Super Bowl, and more. Stick around. Jason and John, how do you try to fam? Yeah. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Group at The Real Estate Agency is here to help you out. They want to help you get the most money for your home. what they do. Their business. Right? They want to help you, their client, the absolute most money for your home so that you can do whatever with it. Right? Build that nest egg. They are here to help. Most of these real estate agents, they're just blowing and going, just trying to get the next sale. Not with the Live Love Memphis team. They want to actually help you achieve your goals, whatever they may be. However different or convoluted they may be, they're here to help you work through them. It's what they do every single day. Reach out. So to LiveLoveMemphis.com. You want to get top dollar, uh, maximize every little bit of that home. Don't leave a dollar on the table. You call Jennifer Carstensen. That's what she's going to do. She got more money for Alvin. Oh, need to sell his home quickly out in Raleigh than he ever imagined he could get. Pretty much the same story for me, and that was five years ago. And here's the point. She's done that in every different market and continues her great business to grow. And so it's a sign, again, of the success. And we haven't had a bad review yet of anybody we've sent to Jennifer Carson since. So start the process. It's very simple. It starts with a call. 901-625-5200. She'll make everything simple like she did for me. And if you'd like, she'd love to help you. Uh, she'll take care of you on the buying side as well. Have you in a good spot. Again, 625-5200. Get the process started. Make your first call the right call. It's the Live Love Memphis, Live Love Nash, and Live Love DeSoto teams at the real estate agency. All right, we have a little NFL news, Jason. I see. Some old friends, if you will. 
let's start with, I guess, the more shocking news in the NFL, which is that uh, Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator for the Detroit Lions, is staying what? with the Detroit Lions. What? what? How about that? How about that? I mean, in a year where <clears throat> you have two openings, you have you go to your you know your 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 most successful, um, you know, run in I mean ever basically, right? He's staying put. Now the reason why mm-hmm. the reason why is that the reports are that his asking price was too high. That it that that Ben Johnson ultimately yep. was just asking for for a little bit too much Ben Johnson money. Yes. And so, as a first-time head coach, you know, there's some other candidates out there, maybe a little bit more proven, Vrabel, Bill Belichick. Does this open up something for him? I don't know. Uh, but uh, but I guess, you know, teams got spooked. Teams got spooked on – Asking for job. too much yeah. at 37 years I mean, I, I mean, I, You've I, done a good job. It is you're, pretty you shocking. You ain't getting though. all that, bro. You it ain't is. a hardball. You, you, know, you, you ain't been anywhere as a head coach. You ain't won anything. Yeah, I, I can understand these teams, you know, balking as Schefter said it. Yes, at the demand. It, it, is it not though? I mean, who's the last offensive coordinator that was up for head jobs that was legitimately considered to get a head job that didn't get one? I can't think of one because of price. Can't think. You of know, one. can't think of one. Like that's the part of it that kind of blows my mind a little bit here. Um, that you know, this is this is a guy that we talked about for. Seven eight weeks, you know, and and that and that Lions like the, I think about that first half. I know the second half, but like it was as good as it got. It was as good as it got in terms of play design, execution, all of that. Yep. But you know, hey, I guess he priced himself out, man. What the hell is the guy asking for? I don't know. You know, that seems crazy to me. More than what he's worth, it sounds like. But here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. Um. He's got a good situation, you know. He's got Jared Goff. He's got those webs. He's got him on Raw, you know. He's at least familiar. No, you're right. I would say you're limited, though, in what you're going to win there with, maybe he with did, Jared maybe, Goff. Maybe he didn't like the jobs that much, and that's why he was asking for so much money. Is that a, is that a fair consideration? Like, mm. I, I'm going to Washington where I have no quarterback. I'm going to Seattle where it's Geno Smith. You know, I need some kind of, you know, assurances that this is going to be worth my while here if I'm only going to get fired in three years anyway. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just making that case. Is that why his asking price was so high? I suppose that could be, that could be the case. I'd still tell you it's a gamble. There's no, there's no, you know. He he also interviewed with Atlanta, Carolina Chargers. He's as hot as you're going to get. I could make the argument you're not going to be hotter than mm-hmm. you are right now. And it's only you won't have this sort of, this kind of choice before you. Y'all take a step back next season. Mm-hmm. You won't be this hot. Now, I'm not saying most folks seem to think he's going to remain one. He's just 37 years old. He's young, seems to be an offensive genius. But there's no promise you, you stay this hot. I, sometimes it's best to strike while the iron's hot, man. You go 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 get it. Go earn it. But I could see your, your approach. I, would, I, I, I guess with Washington, I really get it. There are just so many question marks. Seattle's got a little bit more foundation, I suppose, that Pete's walk that that you've pushed Pete away from. But, yeah. Um, no, nah, man. Take the job, right? I, I would say take it while you're hot. Mm-hmm. But yeah, didn't happen. Uh, so that that's the that's one bit of news. And then Arthur Smith is getting the yeah. offensive coordinator job in Pittsburgh. So I like uh, that. I like Arthur could be a deal where he's like better as an as an OC and right uh, been outstanding as that and you know as a head coach you got more you got more duties to delegate and everything else more responsibilities and you're you're sort of overwhelmed and mm-hmm. that's what, certainly what it looked like in Atlanta so I I had actually had interest just in in terms of as a Bears fan mm-hmm. you know, the Bears looking at Arthur Smith for their offensive coordinator position so I think he's in a I think he's in a good spot. Good yeah. hire by Tomlin. Yeah, no, I, I could not agree more. When he's been an OC, he's been great. Exactly. I mean, I think it's, a, it's it, again, you're talking about very, very different responsibilities in the end. You know, you're talking about um, you're in charge of a lot of different things. A lot of the, you know, when Well, maybe o- some personnel decisions that you got more input on as the head coach, like who you're going to draft a quarterback, Ritter, everything else, than you would exactly. as an OC where you're just being handed to the guy you're going to work with. I don't have, like, and their so, – um, 
their ranks in front of me right now, but I just anecdotally off the top of my head, it felt like he got the absolute most out of that Titans offense, right? Like he found a yes. way to make Tannehill look, and when he left, it did not look as good. Yeah, you take away, uh, you know, an A.J. Brown type. Yeah. Weapons on the outside. Yeah, that's the too. general manager did. That, know, that too. That hurts you too. But it's all of it. So Arthur Smith's in uh, in Pittsburgh, and I think it's actually going to end up being a good thing. for. I, I think it's a pretty damn good hire. I mean, I think Pittsburgh fans should be excited. I mean, they go from, you know, Matt Canada to, um, you know, whoever the interim was, to a, a guy that's, a, again, gotten the most out of teams. I don't know if you're excited because you don't know who your quarterback's going to be, right? Is it is it Pickett like they want it to be? Is it Mason Rudolph who should be leading? Like, what's their quarterback situation? That's, that's where my hesitation would be Well, just in terms of saying, oh, I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan and we got this fixed now. That's the big question is – Who's the guy, right? Well, you, you think it's Pickett? You don't believe in Pickett? No, I definitely. So then you're with me on definitely that. Definitely not. They, they have issues yeah. at, at, in terms of who is going to be the quarterback. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's a that's a that's a fair point. But that would be true of any OC you hire, right? I mean, whether it's. I mean, you could hire, uh, you know, Kyle Shanahan, and you're still going to have quarterback concerns. So I'm just saying, in terms of the. Well, yeah, you you were. I just I'm just pointing. You said Pittsburgh fans should be excited about the the. Uh, sure, okay, this is yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm a guy we for, like for that high. I'm not yes, saying but, he's going to make the offense number one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. going to depend on personnel, but I mean. Look, you got options. It may be still picking. I don't know. Yeah. Just, they don't know. Yeah. That's the biggest question mark. Oh, Arthur's going to do a fine job as OC. I don't have any doubt of that. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's the uh, that's the news in the NFL. Two, uh, one non-hire and one hire of, of an old friend, Arthur Smith, there in Pittsburgh. We'll come back. Trista Crick going to join us at 125 to talk all things NFL, all things NBA, college basketball with her. Stick around. Jason and John, how trying to fam? ESPN. Okay. Picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 